You are listening to the DCN Weekly, the podcast that brings you a regular roundup of Australia's maritime and logistics news. This episode is for the week ending the 17th of June 2022. I'm DCN editor Ian Ackerman. The top story for this week was Maersk's announcement that it is launching a dedicated coastal service in New Zealand. The company said it was the first service of its kind that it has launched in the 25 years it's been in the New Zealand market. The Maersk Coastal Connect service will deploy two 2,500 TEU container ships, the Maersk Nadi and the Maersk Nansha, on a weekly basis. And they will be operated with a New Zealand crew. The ships will call at the ports of Timaru, Littleton, Nelson, Auckland and Tauranga. Timaru, Nelson and Tauranga will get weekly coverage, and Auckland and Nelson will have fortnightly coverage. The new service is slated to commence on the 12th of next month. The Maritime Union of New Zealand welcomed the announcement, calling it a breakthrough and a -a once-in-a-generation shift. Maersk's announcement also comes after the New Zealand government last month said it would commit 30 million New Zealand dollars to help fund four other operators bring more tonnage into the coastal trades. Also this week, a report from the Australian Transportation Safety Bureau highlighted safety issues that led to a fatal marine pilot transfer helicopter crash at Port Hedland. In this report, the ATSB said risks associated with marine pilot transfers in dark conditions are generally higher than conventional passenger carrying activities and may require additional safety measures. The incident occurred in March 2018 when a helicopter was on its way to collect a marine pilot from an outbound bulk carrier at Port Hedland. At the time, there were two aviators on board the helicopter a company instructor who was in command, and a newly recruited aviator who was flying under supervision. The helicopter, operated by Heli Ost Witt Sundays, approached the ship twice in dark conditions and on the second approach descended rapidly into the water. When it hit the water, the helicopter rolled and the cabin sank and flooded. The instructor escaped the sinking aircraft through a hole in the windscreen, but the other pilot, who was under instruction, did not escape and died in the accident. In its report, the ATSB highlighted the problem of crew fatigue and stressed the importance of underwater escape training in helicopter operations. And in other news, the Australian Maritime Safety Authority's proposal to mandate the reporting of seafarer fatalities has been formally accepted as an amendment to the Maritime Labour Convention 2006. AMSA's proposal was one of eight agreed on at the recent meeting of the Special Tripartite Committee of the MLC. The initiative was spearheaded by Dr. Michelle Gretsch, Vessel Operations Manager at AMSA. She told the DCN that at the moment it is required to report to the IMO fatalities related to the operation of a vessel, but not all fatalities, such as persons overboard incidents or suicides, have to be reported. Dr. Gretsch said the availability of such data is critical to analyze trends and patterns in fatalities at sea so that areas of concern can be better targeted. And in other news, ANL, Costco and OOCL are launching a new service connecting Sydney and Brisbane with Sheku and Shanghai. The A3 Express Loop includes direct weekly sailings starting with the arrival in Australia of the container ship Spirit of Hong Kong later this month. The service is running vessels with a capacity of 3,700 TEU. They will be operating on a 35-day round trip with DP World Australia handling the ships at its Port Botany and Brisbane terminals. And finally, ocean carrier MSC announced this past week that it would begin using biofuel in its ships. 
The company said it procures bunkers and low-carbon certified sustainable fuel that is derived from sources such as used cooking oil. MSC said the biofuel comes as a blend with conventional marine fuel oil. The company said it would offer shippers a carbon insetting program, and through this program, MSC will use biofuel to reduce the carbon footprint of its customers. That's all for the top stories for the week ending on the 17th of June 2022. For more on these stories and for all the up-to-date maritime news, head to thedcn.com.au. Thanks for listening. See you next week.